Well, 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 and ho, ho, ho to everybody out there. This is the short and spooky and merry podcast today. I am, uh, my name is Tommy the Trash Man, and uh, here's my little drop. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Trash. 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 Lovely. <laughs> I'm also joined, as always, uh, with my man, Johnny. What are we going by today? The Junk Man. The Junk Man. Here's Johnny. Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Junk. 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 I'm back, baby. Johnny yep. Junk. You haven't been Bizarro Sour for a while. <clears throat> no, because uh, Bizarro Sour was during a time when you were always accusing me of getting angry. So yeah. that uh, was a di- yeah, that was a difficult time for us. <laughs> We're still feeling out the uh, rhythms of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then the Bizarro Sorrow was the nice John. But yeah. since uh, we've kind of figured it out how to deal with each other, it's uh, Bizarro Sorrow's had to come out less and less. Yeah, I, I like that. I don't like I don't like Bizarro Sorrow. Yeah, I'd rather be junk talking. Yeah, so. junking it up. Um, great music, by the way. As always, your your drops are amazing. You do a great job doing it. Um, are you trying to get on the nice list? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, I am... Um, we are a couple of days as of as of the record. We're a couple of days away from the Christian, also I guess pagan holiday of Christmas, right? Yeah, the solstice. But uh, this will drop on. Uh, I'll drop it on uh, Christmas Day <gasps> as a gift to. No, that's coal in their stocking. That's coal to the listeners. But uh, yeah, we um, we uh, are getting together, and I don't know if I'll see you before then. Um, I do have some studio time on Christmas Eve if you want to record another one. Yeah, we could do that. I have yeah. uh, I have just the thing to watch. What do you want to watch? I, I made a list of uh, basically all the episodes that I want to do coming up so we don't have to think do any thinking. We can just go right down the list unless there's something that you want to do. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is, there, is there a New Year's Eve one? Uh, no, I didn't look for a New Year's Eve one. It's um, But you know what we could do for New Year's? A new show. <sighs> Yeah. Wow. The Twisted Tales they keep talking about. Oh, yeah. Twisted the Australian Tales. anthology show. Yeah, they're getting real twisted down there. Yeah. They do get twisted, I guess. They like like you said when you went there. Yeah. The uh, the water twists the wrong way down the drain, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Simpsons reference. That's mm-hmm. a drink for everyone back home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, how it's, you been? Uh, you, you, we, we came to the studio today. It was the warmest we've ever felt it. It's nice and toasty. I, I still feel. have uh, my uh, work... Not work. I have a cap on. Yeah. A beanie. Uh-huh. Covering up my hair. I got a beard going. You look real festive. Yeah, I'm feeling festive. It's going to get uh, cut off um, probably in a day or two. The festiveness or the beard? The uh, Both. Okay. Um, my, my arm is nearly able to be out of a sling. I've been getting a couple times I've been able to pull out of a sling and not be in too much pain. So once that happens, I'm going to be able to uh, shave my beard off. I thought you were going to say shave your balls. Those two, <laughs> they are out of control. The, my my uh, my ball beard. <laughs> um, you ever hurt yourself doing that? Oh yeah, of course. That should be one of our first sponsors. Or Manscaped. Not, yeah. Have you ever thought about getting one? No, I don't have that much trouble shaving. I see. I, I do you use electric or do you go? No, razor? you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I like electric for the top part. Uh huh. And when I go down below in the ball bag. Uh huh. I like uh so let me get this straight. It's uh it's a motorized razor for the 
mustache and for the beard it's a a straight blade or what is yeah, it for the for the uh it's the, a straight the razor beard. like the old times yeah it's one of those like the ones where i have like a you have to sharpen it on a strap on the strap yeah i've always wanted to do that oh have you never you never had a one of those shaves hot, a hot shave yeah i had one no. of those once upon a time was it cool it was overpriced but it, it was nice yeah there I, mean, I think i've been to a couple places like when I used to go and get haircuts, like where they would like have that as an offer, but, but, it, but it was like it's the dude equivalent of like getting like a head massage before like what because women get like really fancy. Like, I think it's like a it's like a pedicure. It is. You got to pamper yourself a little bit. I've been told I have nice feet. You? Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Earlier today, as soon as I came over here, where we were watching a little Simpsons, I looked over and I noticed your feet. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this dude's feet before, but they're not that gross. No, not I'm at all. Ser- I'm serious. I've been told that I've been told that I have uh, very nice feet by uh, a foot fetish person. No, actually, like, you have great feet. Do you mind stepping in this peanut butter for me while I watch? Pretty much every girl I've dated, I was like, you don't have like, because because I guess a lot of guys have like disgusting feet. Mm-hmm. You hear that, dudes? If, if you're if you are one of them, you know, maybe clip those toenails a little bit. Don't let that fucking hobbit hair come in too thick. Yep. Um. Actually. Someone that you know quite well lately told me I have nice feet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because some people, dude, I, I have guy friends who like let their toenails get like crazy long mm-hmm. and disgusting and dirty bottom of their feet. I'm like, hey, man, come on now. You think if dudes wore more open toe shoes, they might do something about that? I don't think so because I see, like, a, you know, just in passing, I see people. Okay, I have a big issue with the, the thong sandal. Air your grievances, dude. Let's hear it. I fucking, I think the thong sandal is so dumb, unless you're, like, sitting at the beach or something like that. The but thong sandal being the sandal that has the little bit between your big toe and the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not a Birkenstock or a soccer sandal. A Birkenstock's also, that's a big red flag as well. Hey, man, those are the hippie sandal of choice. Yeah. You're, you're... Those were, like, big, like, when, when you and I were, like, younger. Like, I feel like... No, they were big, like... 10, 20 years before we were even born. Burks, as they call them. Yeah, well, we're here in Berkeley, so. Yeah, but I just think that they're, you know, if someone's wearing socks with those things on, too, no way. Beat them up. Yep. Black (laughs) socks with a fucking Birkenstocks. Argyle. Yes. Um, but yeah, how you been, bud? Um, good. You know, we were, uh, we were watching a, a Simpsons, uh, Christmas episode a little earlier and I, I, uh, we were watching on Disney plus and I made a joke about, uh, that we should watch Home Alone 3. And the reason that's a joke is because me and Tom, obviously, if you're a regular listener are huge Home Alone fans, but only of the Kevin McAllister episodes one and two. Uh, I was joking about part three, but you actually, you know, let the cat out of the bag. You told me that you've, you've seen part three. I've seen part three many times. I used to babysit my one of my um or my cousins the uh, that were younger than me, uh when their parents would go on, out on dates or dinners or whatever. And I, we would uh that was one of the movies that they always wanted to watch. Idiots, I love them. You um, never made them watch with the classic. No, I mean I was the babysitter, so I was kind of you know, just like being cool. You know, I was like making them food and <laughs> um. But anyway, um, the the movie is, is terrible. It, it's a it's a totally different take on the formula for how it works we were saying there's no McAllister family there's, there's no, no McAllister Harry family. and Marv um there's no there's no Harry and Marv the villains are like I don't think they actually say what country they're from but they're like they all speak with that like Russian slash like Eastern European accent the commies yeah they're commies and they basically they're trying to re- they're trying to retrieve uh a microchip that's some sort of like weapon 
that they put inside of an RC car that our main character gets by accident. And then all his family is gone. And this seems already way too complicated. And then, yeah. And it, kids don't care about this. this and it's got plot. a talking parrot in it, too. Like a parrot that, like, makes sassy it, it, remarks. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's very sassy. Um, the only cool thing is, I think it was Scarlett Johansson's first movie she's in. She she's plays in the older that? sister, yeah. Oh, little um, Scar Joe for you. Little Scar Joe. But the, the thing that annoyed me the most is, like, so the whole premise is, like, Chagwit's, like, a, a crazy blizzard. And the way they, like, seclude off this kid's house to the to go in there and get the shit from him once they figure out he has it is that they, like, knock down the stop sign at the end of their street and put, like, a mailbox so it looks like this is just a driveway. And so the plow drivers just drive right by it. And they're like, you are plow drivers. Like, you've <laughs> plowed down this road many, many times. You're like, wait, mailbox? Nope, going right back. That's so stupid. Um, I mean, I love it. We should it. watch it sometime now. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun to just make fun of it. All right, I'll give it a go. Um, we, yeah, anyway. Um, I'm going to have to watch uh, part one or two after to get the taste out of my mouth, though. Oh, yeah. And a cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, got to have that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's also been a minute. Um, I was thinking a nice gift to give uh, would be the gift of a pick of the week. <gasps> okay. What do you got? Well, what do you got for your... Pick, Pick of, of the week. week. Well, of course, uh, I like to mix it up and not choose the same format every time. I don't want to keep doing, oh, I like this show or I like this podcast. So uh, this week, what I am recommending is the Puff Bar Plus. And for those of you who are like, what the hell does that mean? It is a nicotine vaporizer that is pretty much uh, single use. Well, not you don't hit it once, but I mean, you use it for a few days, take about 800 puffs, and then you're done. 800 puffs that's the uh, that's what it advertises uh but uh actually it's funny i didn't have i had a regular puff bar not to be confused with puff bar plus i dropped it on the ground and it got all fucked up and then the next time i hit it it shot like a five second jet of nicotine into my throat and like fucked me up i got all dizzy and stuff it came in your mouth basically it, it was awesome nice <laughs> it was did you get like that like like when you're a little kid or not little kid but like when you're like a teenager and you smoke like actually smoke a cigarette for the first time at, like when you're stoned and you just get like that crazy yeah. body high my head was swimming yeah but uh no yeah the puff bar plus uh depending on where you live uh here in the bay area they keep locking down on it because it's a flavored nicotine so the only place i can get it is off the website but i nice push thanks bud that's well, not bad um anyway the uh the puff bar plus i love it i recommend aloe grape i've been huffing on this thing as soon as i got it in the mail it was my own little christmas gift to myself and uh yeah i like it so screw you if you don't like vaping and nicotine and all that but uh it's doing it for me yeah it, and that's gonna be my <gasps> pick of the week <laughs> uh what do i have um hmm Let's see. Maybe I can do something like, I'm thinking like Christmas, you know, Christmas yeah. themed. Sure. Have you had a holiday meal that you like or um, seen any see. holiday what? specials that you don't normally watch? Oh, I mean, it's cliche, but the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah, that's, I like that. I feel like that's a modern classic. It's just, it's so well done in, in. Jim uh, Carrey carries that movie for sure. I'm talking about the original. Oh, the uh, Yule. What is it? Yule Brenner. What? Like, what? What? Who's the dude who? Uh, yeah, the one doesn't. Isn't it like James Earl Jones? It is the voice. Something. Boris like that? Karloff. Boris Karloff. That's yeah. right. Um. But yeah, that. Uh, 
I just I was watching it the last yesterday morning. I was just woke up so early and I was like just I was watching highlights of it basically. But your so, heart is filled with unwashed socks, you termites in your brain. Yeah, and like the insults are great. It's like something about like an alligator or like a, a toothless crocodile or yeah. something like that. But it, it's so well done and and uh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss was an amazing, amazing person. Blending this great thing of famously of, of, hated kids, hated kids, but also he blent he, he blended in this way of of making a child story that is simultaneously this actual meaning for adults kind of story thing. Yeah, I mean it's also funny because I remember I've crying. Seen, go ahead. I cried when I read. Uh, what's the one that Danny DeVito was the movie in? I didn't I didn't see the movie, but the Lorax. Danny DeVito's in it? He, he plays the voice of the Lorex. Oh. But the book uh, made, made, made me so sad because it, it was just like, you know, it's about environmentalism and, and all this stuff. and Trees going away. And they don't, it ends up being a losing cause. Well, I, I saw something that, um, I saw some meme or some like whatever Twitter comment online that said, that, like, how is the Grinch the villain because he was mistreated by all these who's in Whoville and yeah. then like an outcast and now he's the villain? And I was like, this fucking person trying to be clever on Twitter. I was like, the Grinch is the protagonist who has the character arc. Yeah, no, no, He's no, no. not the villain. And, and, and back to your point, uh, Jim Carrey crushes it in that movie. Oh, yeah. It's not easy to act through all that makeup. Case in point, the Cat in the Hat movie with uh, uh, Michael Myers. Oh, God, I forgot that existed. I bet he wishes that, too. Yeah. He... That's like one of the nails on his coffin. No, the, the nail on his coffin was... Um, Love Guru. Love Guru. Yeah. A movie I walked out of. Really? I, yeah, we used to sneak into this movie theater. <laughs> You're like, time to sneak out. We used to sneak in this movie theater in the morning, like right when they started showing uh, movies. And like what we do is you'd walk in, go in the bathroom. I think I've told this before in the podcast, but for those that had not paid attention before, you'd walk in, go right into the bathroom, which was right near the lobby, in the lobby, and then you'd go in there for like five minutes and then just walk out and act like you're just coming from like, you're, you know, you just had gone to the bathroom from whatever movie because like the, the people at the counter weren't paying attention. So you just walk down the hallway and just find a movie that just started and go in and watch it. And we'd stay there all day. We'd finish a movie, then walk down the hallway, go to another movie. Like you know, if I was working at a, a, a movie theater, you'd have to be a total douchebag if i was gonna go out of my way to, to fucking rat on you otherwise i'm like who gives a shit i don't give a fuck yeah exactly no I, and that's like kind of thing with the way that they probably saw me and were like i thought i was being slick but they probably were like i think it was like yeah they're like oh you're going to watch the happening yeah. good luck bud you should we should be paying you to go see that <laughs> and they're like that kid snuck in here it's like yeah but look at him just let him watch the movie yeah he clearly hasn't had a home life growing up <laughs> Uh, but speaking of kids, yes, we got uh, a kid who, at first in this episode we're doing today, which is we're doing a very holiday episode. Yeah, we found this. We talked about this um, at the end of the, uh, after recording last week. Mm -hmm. um, we've actually found an amazing stories uh, Christmas episode called Santa eighty five. That's season right, season one, episode eleven. This aired on Christmas Eve, oh, nineteen eighty five. Very nice. All right, um, and. It's it. Uh, well, you want to get into it? So let's start off as we usually do with our drinking rules. Um, anytime you hear the word geezer mentioned, uh, I was gonna say every time they say the word Santa. 
Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That, that, those two pair well, because he says geezer just a couple... I mean, they say it like more than once or twice, but... Every time you hear Jingle Bells? Yeah, um... The song or the sound effect? I think this is a kind of a one-off, mm-hmm. but, uh... Anytime... Well, when the when the alarm system goes off. Oh, God. We'll get into Just that. waterfall the whole time? Waterfall the entire time, yeah. All right, well... Be careful, people. Like, uh, you know, if you're drinking eggnog, just take a little baby sip. Um, you said you had some eggnog today. I did have some great eggnog. Some Gregnog? Gregnog. I hate eggnog. It's not for everybody. It wasn't for me for a long time, but no, I've come around on it. Mm, disgusting. What? What's the matter with loving, like, thick, viscous, white substance in my mouth? There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, man, if anyone wants to make a drop, that's, that's <laughs> Prime Cuts right there. Prime Cuts, one of our... That's the episode we were trying to think of, A Freddy's Nightmares. That's right, Prime <laughs> Cuts. Wow. All right, wow, Weird. it's all coming together. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we're talking about amazing stories, and uh, if you're a regular listener or you're familiar with the series of amazing stories, that's basically the uh, family-focused, Steven Spielberg-produced uh uh, anthology show and in fact this episode um steven spielberg gets um story by credits yeah, story so, by credits yeah. yeah so he didn't write the script but he came up with the idea and it's kind of funny like watching <laughs> this now it feels like a very cliched idea but i think a lot of these ideas were probably thrown out there like this was kind of novel at the time you know oh, what yeah. i mean i mean this this inspired uh the santa claus mm-hmm do you think, like, he got, like, story by, he just, like, walked by the writing room and was like, ah, makes one about Santa, and just kept walking, <laughs> and they're like, well, story by him. He didn't even stop. It was, like, no. the writers, like, following him as he was, like, walking yeah. into, like, oh, brilliant, a five-star brilliant, restaurant. Brilliant. Yeah. He's fucking humming the new Star Wars. It's so. like, I gotta go make E.T. Get out of my face, guys. Mm. Where do you rank E.T. Among, amongst his films? It's up there. E.T. is a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, but I mean, like, he's done Jaws, and he's done Jurassic Park. He's done a lot of, like, really big movies. So mm. it's kind of hard to really single, single them out. What do you think is, do you think there is a, a, a true number one standalone? For Steven Spielberg? Yeah. I mean, I think Jaws is a masterpiece. Yeah, Jaws is great. Yeah. I mean, the casting is so well done. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone, the, the chemistry, I guess the, 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 the fisherman guy, the Quint, Quint was like wasted the entire time. Yeah, like 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 tragically wasted the entire time. <laughs> uh, like uh, two guys I know that do a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, let, let's get into it. Um, so it, it opens up. Our opening scene is uh, Santa's us, house. In Santa's the, house, and North it Pole. looks like a fucking gingerbread house, kind of. It looked cute. Like I, like I felt cozy once we get inside of it too. It was. It was uh, the North Pole, and uh, contrary to what we've been led to believe in other movies, uh, there's no elves. No elves. You know what? He probably has them in some sort of, uh, you know, locked down kind of. Some work camp shop yeah yeah exactly um you know it looks it looks very cozy you know it's not cozy though what santa's suit actually it's quite cozy yeah not uncomfortably cozy well i have a couple notes and uh, my first note about santa is santa's balding <laughs> i don't he's know got if you the, it. yeah no santa's balding he's, he's got, got a big little, tuft of hair in the he's front he's got the front island as they call that you know the, the tip of the iceberg he's got the say. toilet seat and the island yeah he's got it well then uh but he's still very uh full in his toilet seat 
Yeah, he's very full in the beard. Full, full beard. We um, found out that this guy has played Santa also in the Ernest uh, Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, yeah, also he's, a classic. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was going for. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is who I am. I'm Santa yeah. through and through. I'm going to work once a year during this Santa time, or, you know, like probably July when they're filming the, the movies for the holidays. What about uh, Mrs. Claus? Isn't she in something else as well? Yeah, dude. That's she, hap- Happy Gilmore's grandma. Yeah. From that, Happy Gilmore. That, I was like, where's the kiss tongue? Oh, yeah. She wears the mask. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't recognize her without it. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, so he so he's basically he's getting ready to uh, to you know to make the rounds on it's Christmas on Eve, Christmas Eve, or technically Christmas. Wait, does he start on Christmas Eve? Well, he what delivers- time what time does he actually start? Like what what, he what time on, zone? He starts on Christmas Eve, probably the first place that gets dark, and then he goes around the planet and so it's got to be following like the sun, right? Japan or something like that, because they're like what sixteen hours ahead of us. That's a good question. I know I'm Korea not, is 16 hours ahead of us. I'm not really sure where what the day starts. Australia? That's below. That's not... Hmm. I, I don't know. I can't speak to any knowledge on this. This is but pure, he's getting, purely speculative. Either way, it's either he's getting a late start or a very early start because it's dark out and he's... He's, you know, he's also kind of a little behind his game because he's uh, he's he's asking Mrs. Claus about these this one lady from, what, Ohio? One girl and then one from, like, Paris... He's basically, yeah, it's goes he's checking his list. Yeah. Twice. Maybe that was the third time, but he's definitely checking it. Um, and Mrs. Claus is trying to impress upon him that the world has changed, that yeah. not everybody believes in Santa like they used to. And uh, I also like how he he's like, hey, where's my pipe before he leaves? And I'm like, <laughs> I think Santa's been smoking too much pipe because he can't seem to remember if he's checked off these people on the on the naughty or nice list. Well, it's great. Like, Miss uh, Mrs. Claus, she's trying to basically be, like, you know, get with the times. People don't believe in, and they don't have the Christmas spirit like they used to. And you know what he says? What's that? He goes, oh, horse feathers. <laughs> oh, damn. Watch your language there. Yeah. No, it's, so, the whole idea that, like, this is Santa, because this episode's called Santa 85, so it's like, this is Santa Claus. He's been doing his rounds forever, delivering, you At know, least Christmas 1429. Gifts. Is that when Santa first... No, that's when he, he says, this could be the greatest Christmas since 1429, and then... Uh, I wonder if that's, like, when the legend of Santa first started. Uh, I, I, did a, I did a very cursory uh, Santa search. Chris Kringle? Well, there's a... There's a there's a line later on where a character says that back in 1933, they asked Santa for something. And I had to be like, was Santa a thing back in 1933? Of course it was. Well, back in 1930 is when the Coca-Cola company started promoting the red-suited, fat, white beard Santa that we all know mm. and love. Created by Coca-Cola, of course. Um, hey, bud. Hey, bud. <laughs> uh, the polar bear also created by Coca-Cola, too, right? Yeah, and if you ask me, he's got way more staying power than Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, definitely. I write to him every year. Yeah. <laughs> Please Send him a bottle a, of Coke. A polar bear cup. Please explain what why Please. you were in this season uh, two of Lost on the island. Please bring me a bottle of Coke with the original cocaine formula. Mm, that'd be cool. I'd love to try it. I would, uh, you know, just out of, I mean, I'm not into any of those things, but it would do it just out of pure science. I mean, just. Purposes. I would do it for the podcast. Only. Yeah, there you go. That's. <laughs> That's what I, when, I get, when I get pulled over by the cops, I'm like, I'm just doing this for the podcast. Very good, sir. Be yeah. on your way then. Yep. Um, but my my whole idea that... You Tommy trash. <laughs> We're going to lock you up. Good. For not being funny in the slightest. 
Um, but the thing that like I was I kind of had a little bit of uh, issue with was the fact that Mrs. Claus is like, no, the world's different now. It's 1985, and I was like, did this motherfucker deliver presents in 1984? Like, it's not like it's been that drastic of a difference. Yeah, like within the year, right? Yeah, it no. would be a slow process for people to like be believing them less and less and become more mm. cold, right? Yeah, well, maybe it's like a thing where like didn't Reagan get elected around then, like? It's oh. like a Trump kind of thing, like where this is the first. This the, is the first, the first Christmas year, yeah. after uh, Reaganism. Like, for years, they've been saying Happy Holidays. Now they're back to saying Merry Christmas. So he's gonna get used to it. Also, this is something I I found interesting. Was he's like, I can't wait to see the looks on these kids' faces, <laughs> and I'm like, that's the whole thing with Santa is you don't see him. He doesn't uh-huh. see you. Like, what is he? He's going in your room and looking at your face, even though you've not seen whatever cool, you know. He uh, goes over to the mall Santa's house while they're asleep and takes their memories of mm, having kids on his lap. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Santa gets off. Uh, on do, it. Did you love his uh, UFO joke? Oh, yeah. F- refresh my memory. He goes, uh, she, well, she basically, Mrs. Claus is like, be careful. Don't fly near those uh, airplane or airport towers. Last year, they like almost like shot you down or something like that. It's like, yeah, they thought I was an, un, a UFO. UFO. It un- stands for unidentified fat object, which I thought was great. He's he's playing, you know, he's he's gonna get the span uh, the expanding waistline. Yeah, the, uh, next year probably. It sounds like I'm gonna start calling fat people UFOs. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. We don't know that many fat people. No, because we're not friends with them. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, uh, we have this scene, uh, up at the North Pole, and then it cuts to, meanwhile, back in, the uh, the good old U.S. of A. We, What's the uh, kid's name? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. He Bobby, sucks. Bobby's a young boy, and he's kind of unsure if Santa Claus is real or not. You know why he's saying that? Why? Because Jed and Jeff Marshall are fucking telling otherwise. Jed and Jeff Marshall? Who's that? That's what he said. He's like, this Oh, oh, real? kids that he goes to school with. Okay. Yeah. I was like, is that I, the, his parents' that, name? That, I was struck. So this is just a really dumb thought for me. Like, maybe I just from watching it so many times, like, I kind of overthought it. But do you think Jed and Jeff are twins? Or do you think they're like older brother, younger brother? I like to pretend like they're twins. I think they're twins too. Mm-hmm. When you get the, the, the double name. My sister actually hurt her. Uh, one of my sisters hurt um, kids are twins, boy and girl. And they both have the A first names. Mm-hmm. I had a friend like that. His name was Paul, and his sister's name was Paulina. Ugh. And the dad's name was Pablo, which is basically <laughs> Spanish for Triple. Paul. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, I can't say shit because I'm the I, I'm literally the third of my name. Yeah. So uh, also, by the way, if Tommy the fourth is listening right now, go to bed. Also, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I know you want to yeah. stay up, but uh, we got some presents to wrap. So go to bed. Yeah. AKA John and I just cracked up on a bottle of booze. There it is. Um, but yeah, so Bobby, uh, he's not sure if Santa's Claus is real, but his parents is like, no, 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 he is, he is. Um, and then Santa goes to Bobby's house. I guess Bobby is the first house that he's visiting. It's kind of weird. Okay, no, see, th- this is where I, I really started coming up with like problems with this whole thing. Was So he, eventually we find out, not to go too far ahead, this won't spoil anything, but we find out that when this altercation happens, that is the main plot, plot driving thing in the story is he's already been to 40 million houses. Okay. And then when we see him trying to get... so Okay, so listeners, if you haven't seen it, 
the first interaction we see with Bobby's house with Santa Claus is that he's like trying to get into their chimney and their chimney has one of these like chimney guards on the, on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like struggling with this. Like he is. He actually moving. bends part of it, which I was surprised by. Like, and I'm like, how is this guy supposed to like, how is, how is he supposed to get around the globe so fast? Like, isn't he also supposed to be able to be magical? Right. Yeah. I, he, I like snap his finger and can go like go down a chimney. Isn't that in um, the Santa Claus movie? He like does something where he goes. He's able to like squish down like, yeah. a small vent or something. I think that's been like lore for a lot. Like or, or like maybe the commercialized the, the lore. Parents, that's been parents' explanation to kids who only have radiators for like years. Yeah, yeah. He goes right through the radiator. It comes out. No, no, that's the whole thing. And then like they like when they show him like. Also, I did like that shot of like when they're looking up through the chimney. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And then, but the his hands like slowly like drag himself across. I'm like, dude, Santa thinks he's gone to 40 million places. He's probably gone to four. Little sauce. That's up. why no one believes in Santa anymore. He gets to like four of them, goes back to Mrs. Claus, and is like, yep, good. Gave all the presents away. Don't worry. Yeah, that's why was... there's no elves either. <laughs> we don't have to make that many gifts. He's only delivering to a handful of people. Yeah. Um, so Santa takes uh, the initiative to uh, find another way in because he's not going to let that chimney grate stop him. So he uh, decides to go through a window. So Santa is the ultimate creeper here. And uh, he uh, he goes in through the window, helps himself to some Christmas cookies. And this is where your waterfall is about to happen here. And uh, he trips a laser alarm. So uh, the house... I've never seen an alarm system like this there's like this alarm system you probably saw it in that uh what was the movie with Catherine zeta jones dips beneath the lasers oh with the uh, with um, like from more james bond or whatever his name was sean connery yeah oh wait what's um like Catherine zeta jones it's, 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 it's um, beneath the laser it's uh it's the thing like where it's like entrapment yeah i think that is it's entrapment yeah. nice well this alarm She's system Oh my god. Oh wait, can we do a she's a babe for yeah, her? Let's do it. She's a babe. She's a robo babe. All right, and there's right, the actual clip. That's yeah. nice. Um so uh Santa trips this laser beam and alerts Bobby's parents. Um so an alarm starts sounding in the parents' bedroom and then dad hits a button which causes huge like blaring sirens to like it's light like up. It's like when you have like a fire alarm at school. Yeah. And then the, I don't know if maybe my stream was off or I didn't pay attention for a second uh, when I was watching this, but the kid somehow ends up in like a chest yes. near the tree. Like, did they show him going down and being in it? No, no, no. So I my, my first note right here is that this alarm system sucks. It does. Like, also, it, the laser is as obvious as it can be. Yeah, it's very visible, but the sound, this alarm system does nothing but make noise inside intruder the house. Alert, intruder alert. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so all you got to do is, what, leave, and then you're good, right? Yeah. Um, oh, no, it does call the cops. No, they call the, co- oh, the they cops. Call call the them, cops call them, yeah. and then they're the like... The cops call them, and like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah, so they're like, we heard your alarm system go off. Um, so Santa freaks out because he's never encountered a, a security system before because this is 1985. This is modern times. Yeah. No, he's, he, that's what I'm saying is like... And then, yeah, Bobby pops out of a trunk and shoots him with a dart gun. Dart gun, classic. Right in the forehead, too. Nice shot. By the way, if y'all are uh, uh, waiting for those last-minute gifts, I guess if I'm releasing them this Christmas, you guys are fucked. But, yeah, get a dart gun for uh, your nephew or mm-hmm. niece. That's always fun. Or a disc gun. Those are fun, too. Mm-hmm. Or a Nerf gun. Nerf gun, best. Or a real gun. Or a, <laughs> or a water gun. A Red Rider BB gun. Red Rider BB gun. 
Did you also notice uh, when the police called them that, like, they had the phone, their, like, landline, like, on the bed underneath, like, like on top of a present underneath wrapping paper? Yeah. She's, like, struggling to look for it. I was like, what? <laughs> Who does this? I just leave my phone on my bed until it's time to go to bed, and then I move it to the shelf. Um, but, yeah, uh, Santa tries to escape. Bobby shoots him with a, a dart gun, and then the cops show up to arrest Santa, and... Uh, uh, as he's like busting oh. out of the front door. Oh, that's okay. Just to add to drinking rule, every time Santa winks. Okay. It only happens like two or three times, but he does a, a pretty fucking dope ass wink right here. That's the way the drinking game rules work. If it happens three times, you can make a rule out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, like Santa's like, all right, I'm fucked. He rushes out the front door. All the cops. Uh, three cop cars and a. Uh, which I find an offensive term, paddy wagon. Whatever. Paddy wagons are good because they put all those Irish drunks in <laughs> It's like the jail. Simpsons like when he's like, uh, watch out, Krusty, he's Irish. For those of you keeping score, that's our second Simpsons reference of the episode. Glug, 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 glug. Um, but yeah, the uh, uh, as he's uh, being arrested, uh, Santa turns and winks at Bobby for no reason, but that one wink now has caused Bobby to believe that this is the real Santa Claus. Oh, that's a strong wink. That's all it takes, I guess. Yeah. I wish I had that power, that wink. <laughs> Going to the bar. I mean, we can't go to the bar right now, but you're like getting arrested. Maybe with the right wink, they'll let us in. Yeah. <laughs> getting like arrested for like public intoxication and like you wink back at the hot girl you're trying to hit on. And she's like, good behavior. Even though he's getting arrested, I'm still going to fucking wink. Public indecency. Out. Yeah. Um, uh, so Santa is thrown into the paddy wagon sorry uh and they got three drunk well they say three dnds which i'm assuming is uh drunk, drunk and disorderly and or oh drunk and disorderly okay yeah dnd is definitely drunk and disorderly I didn't know it was drunk and driving <laughs> um but yeah these three santas and the are one like b and e yeah, he's the B and E. Uh-huh. Um, but the the other Santa Clauses are fucking sauce to the gills, dude. dude. These They're... guys made this episode better than it, the shitty. Of episode course, it was, of dude. course, I would totally. Dude, like I wouldn't I hang out picture, with them. Like, I could picture that being you, me, in the big sniff, like, like on like Halloween, but with our Halloween costumes on, like you know, because we always go to the big sniff place and do the Halloween thing there. We like, should go to that like Santa festival that they have in San Francisco where everyone dresses up and I think it's like a like a yeah no like a it's terrible quarter, it's, quarter it's, marathon it's or something insane. no yeah. it's actually not fun is it actually a race or is it just people getting fucked up no you just it's basically a, a like a gigantic citywide like bar crawl mm, maybe get a cup of cocoa with a little bit of peppermint schnapps in it I don't think that's a good idea right now well I'm not gonna share it I'm just saying like but I don't think it's a good idea to be outside not now but I'm just saying that like in the future mm. when COVID's not a thing you me and the big sniff getting Santa costumes and going and getting tanked with a bunch of other Santas could be pretty fun uh friend of the podcast uh the Filth King mm -hmm. did that like two or three years ago and uh got like blazingly drunk like in the like because they start in the morning sure and he just got like completely like turned down for a girl he'd been seeing for a little bit like turned around and slapped him because he said something not mean not, or not santa like yeah he said something very naughty <laughs> he was going on the naughty list uh what would be your uh if you if you were getting drunk dressed up as santa what would be your holiday cocktail Holiday cocktail. If it's not gonna be eggnog. It's with not gonna booze. be eggnog. I would say um, some sort of like like a hot cider. Uh, do you ever drink hot mulled wine? No, I'm not a big fan of hot wine. No, this it's like with mulling spices. It's kind of like a. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm. It's got like clove and cardamom and cinnamon. Oh no, if it's got clove in it, I'm out. Okay. 
Fair. Um, I think like a like like a my mom used to make um, for us non-alcoholic uh, like little hot like like ciders with like the cinnamon sticks that you boil it in and stuff mm-hmm. like that it was really good. And um, I think as an adult that she would make it um, as a man of age. Well, uh, she some would make spice it, rum or something. Yeah, she would put some sort of um, spice rum. I think a clear rum. Okay, so not so, spice. No, 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 no. I think actually was it must have been spice because th- that would make sense because it, it was still pretty brown. But that that was really good. And then um, I always find it, it's kind of opposite of you know we think of like a warm drink, but um, like a like those like frozen alcoholic drinks. Like I think it's kind of fun to have on like a winter morning you have like a frozen margarita or something like Jeez, that that's a little too chilly for my blood mm. john just shivered uh, burr he just pooped an ice no bowl. i think i'd probably go with like a hot buttered rum mm. those are great i've never had one dude we gotta make some okay um butter beer from harry potter that's a thing i've never <laughs> had it not interested um, anyhow, uh, so Santa's locked up with these other drunk Santas, oh, and, uh, the best. uh, Deputy, we meet, Deputy uh, Weatherby. Can um, I ask you, do you know what one rule about the paddy wagon is? <laughs> yes. But go ahead, is. why don't you say? What is it? No singing in the paddy wagon? No laughing no in laughing the paddy, paddy wagon. wagon. Excuse me. My bad. Even though, uh, our sheriff, so our sheriff is the passenger. Smivey. Smivey. Um, and... And the driver is his deputy First Weatherby. All, the sheriff of the sheriff's department is working on Christmas Eve. I cannot believe that. Well, he's a he he's a, be, he's he a would curmudgeon. Be, he's he yeah okay yeah he also doesn't like Christmas. So I guess that makes sense. He wants I, to I work. Give all the other cops a day um, off. So yeah, yeah so uh, Santa Claus comes up and starts talking to them, and he's like I said, he says no, we don't like no laughing the paddy wagon unless I okay it. He's trying and to persuade our, the sheriff. The driver is, you can tell, you already tell he's hes kind of fun because he's got these uh, these earmuffs on <laughs> that are, look like, like dandelions, basically. I didn't even notice them. Oh, I'll show you a picture of it after I scrape. All right. Um, well, but yeah, he's, he's clearly um, a curmudgeon and Santa, Santa recognizes the name and is like, oh, are you Horace Smivey? Smivey. Yeah. Well, like, Santa, Wah. Santa, yeah, and even though he knows this stuff, like you know, Santa's trying in vain to persuade the sheriff um, that he really is Santa. But of course, no one's believing that because no, the Christmas spirit doesn't exist in this little town. No way. Um, no way. And meanwhile, we got uh, Bobby back at the house. Um, Bobby believes is like, hey, this the real Santa was just arrested there. Um, All it took was one wink. Yeah, I think like pedophiles everywhere, like watching this episode, were like, I gotta get that wink down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah so uh uh but the parents don't believe bobby that santa's real even though there's a sleigh and reindeer in the front just yard. chilling yeah that, that, i just could not believe that i was like these cops show up and they're like oh we got the guy all right peace out we're not gonna go like look for evidence or anything clearly like it's that. only one person this couldn't be a two-person job yeah i'm I like gotta go hello home. it's christmas eve harry and marv two people come on yep um anyway uh, this is where things get really fun for me. Oh, or, or not fun, but just interesting. I guess I would say. Yeah, we're back at the we're back at the police station. Deputy fingerprints Santa. Well, they also they, he does the sing along. There is the sing along. Yeah, where you this is when the like deputy guy like starts like really showing how like he's got a Christmas spirit. Yeah, he's got he, he, through and through. 
through so and through. It, he's the he's the antithesis of the sheriff. They're the yin and yang. There it is. But he's like, like, like a conductor. He's like sitting there, and 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 then the sheriff's like, like, "Come like, on, get bro. him out of here! Like, come on now!" And he's like, "Do you really want to lock him up on Christmas? Like, he's got some Christmas spirit there." He, he's, he's on working. the good list. He, he also, probably got the gift. Did you that notice he wanted. his voice was like sounded like he had like cotton balls in his mouth or something like that? He looks like a sheriff. weird. He looks weird as fuck. Yeah, he looks like. I mean, he looks like you know. I wonder if this was done deliberately, but he looks like a like a weird gangly kid in an adult body. Oh man! And I wonder if they're like, oh, we want someone who looks somewhat innocent to kind of be like an, a grown child. That makes sense with his little uh, earmuffs too. No, there it is. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he yeah, he, he takes Santa's um, fingerprints and uh, did they even show them? No, in fact, but they had this weird thing where I kept them thought I kept them thinking they were going to. So, for the listeners, they take Santa's uh, thumbprints real quick, and then he gets rushed away. And then we sh- we see our deputy well, the, looking at the, the fingerprint things, being like, "What the hell?" Well, he do- well the thing is, he's looking at Santa the whole time he's doing his fingerprints, so he's stamping the finger and not looking to see if he's doing it right. Even or though not. he gets a ton of ink on his own fucking finger, he's a little screw up. Yeah, it wasn't ink, by the way. <laughs> Wait, what? Put it in his ass? Was yeah. that shit? Is that, that what you're poop. getting at? All right. Yeah. Um, blood in his urine or poop. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, the while Santa while Santa is being fingerprinted, um, the sheriff explains that the reason why um, no, excuse me, the deputy explains that the sheriff doesn't have a holiday spirit. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have family. He, he grew has up no in one an orphanage. Except for him, the yeah. deputy is his only friend. He grew up in an orphanage, and. Uh, uh, the sheriff explains um, that the reason he has no holiday spirit is because back when he was a kid, back at the orphanage, like I said, this is the scene where he was like, back in 1933, I wrote a nine-page letter to Santa Claus. A little weird. Nine pages. Why did they have to add that in? Just be like, I wrote a letter to Santa Claus, and he didn't get me the toy that I wanted to, you know, just like horribly sad orphan. Why is it nine pages? Like, what? what could you possibly... Right to Santa Claus that, that would all take up nine pages. Being mistreated by all the nuns in the orphanage. I hope it was like, uh, you know, like 12 and a half font Comic Sans. Like, <laughs> you know, like when you used to like cheat on your papers back in like double space. Double spaced. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, I hope it was. Um, but yeah. The, he and, wanted, uh, the sheriff wanted a Buck Rogers ray gun and Santa didn't bring it. Uh, and as you know, he hates Christmas as a result. Yeah, and I like how he also is like leading him through like the 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 cells, like stopping and talking and being like, "Yeah, that guy's in for this. This guy stole from his company that he's or the grocery not grocery store the the you know the, the like Macy's that he's working at or whatever." Oh, the three different uh, drunk Santas. Yeah, and and he's like not even like worried about being threatened by Santa, despite the fact that he's like no. Uh, like handcuffs on or anything, and then actually there was like kind of a touching scene I felt right here. Which when one? He, when he said, "When he said, I, I think, I'll, I mean, I'll get, I'll touch on this one when I get with some of our final thoughts." But um, he t- he tells Santa about the fact they didn't get his. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, and Santa looks like he's gonna be like, "I remember that," but then he's like, he uh, goes, "My no, bad." No, he goes, he goes, um, you know, sometimes Santa Claus even makes mistakes. Yeah, but and it's, the way he delivers it though is is really, pretty heartfelt. Really, it's very heartfelt. Like it, it, it was. It, I honestly was watching this like joke and joke and joke, and then 
the way he starts selling his character is like being like sort of like this maybe Santa Claus is like starting to go over the hill. Well, we expect Santa to be perfect, but he's as flawed as anyone. No, no it, that, and that's what I think is probably the only silver lining to this episode was was uh, Santa's delivery and even the um the sheriff. Like they they made the episode. I mean, granted they're like the main two characters. I thought the boy being like what we thought was going to be the original character. Mhm. And then he plays a very minor role, actually. Yeah, Bobby's Bobby's in it, and actually, I mean, he serves the purpose to the script. But yeah, he's not he's not the the person to be converted. Like he he has his his conversion moment where he's like, I don't believe in Santa now, I do. But it's somebody else who has an epiphany this holiday. Um, this guy's got Santa issues. The sheriff, you know, def- those daddy issues. This is Santa issues for real. Um, so back upstairs after Santa's now in the uh, lockup. Um, He's the, got the barred windows. Yeah. In de- the middle of winter. I know. I was thinking that same thing. I was like, this is like cruel and unusual punishment. I was, when I first sure. watched it, I was writing my notes and I was like, there, how is this possible? And then, you know, a second later, you, you come to find out that uh, our boy Bobby's got the uh, the reindeer. He's going to tie him up and rip the brick wall in and bars out of this jail cell. Yeah, so the deputy tells the sheriff, hey, Santa's got no fingerprints. I think something's up. Um, and that's a kind of our first little thing of maybe this guy's magic. Maybe he is who he's saying. But yeah, when Bobby uh, sneaks out of his house, grabs the reindeer, somehow is able to corral the reindeer over to the police station. Oh, yeah, and they listen to his whistle. Like, like he's already like a master trainer. It, this literally is like the Santa Claus. It really like like, is like very uh, what's his name Tim Taylor Tim Allen Tim Allen like watched this and was like oh yeah sweet I'm gonna rip this off. Well, that's why I feel like this this a lot of contemporary holiday movies owe a lot to this um, this little bit. Um, but when uh, Bobby uh, his idea is to loosely tie a piece of rope around one of the windows bars and when it pulls it, off the whole damn wall comes down and then the, our favorite characters the drunks are just like let's make a break for it or something <laughs> like that run for it it's so good like they'll wake I up i would have liked like, to see like i don't know like piss stains on their clothes and like yeah. just like shit in their beard Freaking like burnt just, cigarette holes and stuff <laughs> make like them that look even more pathetic um there also is a geezer reference too they're like what's that old geezer doing right before that so that's a drink a lot of um, prejudice against geezers so, yeah, so they're like, chase after the old geezer. Oh, no, he goes, I'll chase after the old geezer. You go after the, the Santa Claus. That's like- what the deputy says. So so that means the sheriff is on Santa's uh, ascent. And then He's on uh, a six. the deputy is following all the three drunk Santas. Um, and then, so then we get our, our fun little car reindeer chase. Mm-hmm. And the reindeer, so when I first saw this, I was like, I had two thoughts. Okay. Uh, why is, you know, he's not pulling the Santa thing of, like, taking off in the air initially. Right. He's he's riding I mean, his sleigh in, around in, town. In in the lore that we've we've grown up with as, as children in the United States, like, he can land on top of your fucking house and take off in a second. Mm-hmm. But here he's, like, going, like, three quarters of a mile down the road before he can actually take off. But I also thought it was funny when the cop was chasing him. A, he's like, he's gaining on us. And I'm like, you guys are driving fucking three miles an hour. <laughs> And I was like, what if he did like a pit move where he just like wiped out all of the reindeer? <laughs> just like brutally broke all of their bodies. They're magic. And then uh, we get to this little like cul-de-sac. And the cop goes the other way. And the, the stupid little kid is like, we lost him, Santa Claus. 
Uh-uh. You're totally wrong, Bobby. You're throwing us down a fucking under the bus. Mm-hmm. And then he, um, you know, the, the cop pulls around and is, is heading the uh, face on, head on, sorry. And Santa, you, Santa jumps the sleigh um, and he pulls the reins and he they fly over the sheriff. Yeah. And, and as he goes by, the sheriff, who's like promptly jumps out of the car, you have a very badly CGI'd uh, green present dropping. Uh, I thought you were gonna say reindeer, but those are stop motion reindeer. Those are great. Yeah, I, no. I love the practical effects in this. No, that that was great. I'm not saying anything. I just um when when the present is being dropped in the air and then when it lands in the ground, it's like two completely like different shades of green. <laughs> like it goes from like a green green to like a pine green. So that's gonna be bringing my store score down quite a bit. Oh yes, <laughs> you just lost a creepy crawler. But uh-huh. um, I did find I did okay. So let's let's finish it up, and then we can talk about the earth. Sure. Um, so so the the sheriff can't believe it. He's like, "Oh my god, this uh, the Santa is real. He is real." Yeah. And then the gift falls from the sleigh, and it's the toy ray gun that the sheriff wanted as a child. Um, and then uh, after he's got it, he seems to be in a sense of wonder. And then a group of Christmas carolers come down the street singing. And uh, um, okay, I want to talk before we get to that part. Um, how it, it just imagine how much different uh this sheriff's life would be if he'd actually gotten that present you know it sounds like 50 years earlier mm-hmm. if in 1933 even if he got out the next year 1934 he could have been a completely different guy he probably would have been like a fucking long-haired hippie fucking chilling maybe a beatnik or something like that yeah instead he turned to be this like mean curmudgeon no fun in my paddy wagon sheriff mm-hmm. who's working on new year's eve with no family no friends no wife no kids you think uh the fact that santa didn't bring him a ray gun is the reason why he's single yep yeah maybe it is mm-hmm. and then i also thought uh you know, because people are kind of like when the when the group comes up, the Caroler is like he's got the gun in his hand. And I'm like, Wouldn't it be great if you like thought they it was all a, scatter. No, no, he thought it was a real gun. And he like puts it to his head and like blows his brains. Out. <laughs> he's like, I hate Christmas carols. I, I finally wanted to kill myself with the ray gun from what? What was the name of the guy? The the guy? Oh, Buck Rogers. Yeah. But no, yeah. So the the Christmas Carolers come down the street singing, and the sheriff takes a candle. Well, the uh, look she gives him. By the way, the caroler. Yeah, like uh-huh. it's like her and her like boyfriend or husband, and they look over him. And they're like, "Here's the sheriff of our town without a candle, who's like a known curmudgeon." She looks at her boyfriend. She's like, "Yeah, I'll give him the fucking candle." Fine. And then he, you know, first of all, they're they're caroling at a house where the door didn't even open. No. No, and okay, so and then he starts singing, but he's singing off time from the rest of them. I, this blew my mind. So, so all the carolers, in fact, stop singing, and he's the only one who is singing, and he's just like awkwardly following behind them, like, like singing. And I was like, I was like, watching Santa fly has now broke his brain, and now he's totally mental. Like yeah. he's 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 lost his wits as it, a result yeah. of of getting this gun. Yeah. And I think it like I said, like it'd be so funny if just like it ends with, like him putting the 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 Buck Rogers gun into his mouth, like <laughs> blowing his head off. Yeah, it just yeah. makes a noise. Well, and then and then he dies. The, <laughs> and then the end, it's like they fly off. Like, and I was like, so whatever happened to Bobby? Like, was he never reunited with his family? It's like they take him back for so now he's an elf slave making toys. That's like, how it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like, oh, we got another uh, little boy to uh, live down here at the South Pole or North Pole with yeah, us. No, he, his character. By the way, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about him in our final thoughts. Okay. In our creepy crawlers. So, uh, as you guys know, we like to rate these episodes. Rate these episodes uh, on mm-hmm. a scale of 0 to 10 creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers are our rating system, 0 being the worst, 10, 10 being, being the best. best. Um, so, uh, let's do a little bit of. Creepy crawlers. Um. Okay. So, Christmas time. Great time for those who celebrate it. You know, if just this time of year, it, it's cold for some of us, or it's warm for some of us. It's a it's a fun time. This episode is trying to be very fun. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, the plot is quite straightforward. Mm-hmm. And and so you can see it coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Every single aspect, every single character, every single part is just so obvious. But I wonder if we would feel that way back in 1985, having not seen I'm a not, lot of these conventions. I'm not rating this from 1985. I'm rating this from 2020. Fair. That's what I'm saying is like, that's what we do. But I mean, you're not going to watch the movie Psycho and be like, oh, I've seen this a million times before. You're going to be like, hey, this was the first time they did it. You know what I mean? This so- was not the first time they did this. Of miracle, having a, miracle on 35th Street or whatever 34th. it's like. 34th. Whatever. All this shit's been done before of like the Santa not being believed to be real. That the part, parents. yes. And then, oh, okay, and then, I'll just go ahead. And then like, you know, like the, the whole thing of like, oh, there's the one person who doesn't believe, who's disgruntled or, or broken. And then at the end, you know, Santa gives them that gift or that thing, that wish that turns them. You knew this was going to happen the entire time. You knew, like, when you started watching this episode, there's no way, I, I, I refuse to believe there's no way in your mind that you thought that the sheriff was not going to have a turning, a come of face, and, and be like, oh, I do love Christmas. There was no way it was going to end with him being like, nope, Sandy, you're staying in the clinker, or like, I don't like Christmas again. All it took was a fucking plastic toy gun. It was so obvious. Was it fun? Yes, I actually did find a couple of moments to be nice. Like I said, that scene where he, where Santa confesses to the sheriff that he he's not perfect as well. He is Santa Claus, but he's not perfect. I thought that was really well done, and they both did a good job acting it. And the sheriff himself as well, too, was just, like, really consistent with being, like, clearly a lonely man. He's, you know, John and I in a couple of years. And, uh, and I, no, I thought it was, I thought that part was really well done. Would I show this to someone else? Probably not. That being said, the emotional parts and the bit of acting from their two older main lead characters, uh, I'm going to give this a 5.75. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't give me some coal in my stocking. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I took the fact that this was called Santa 85 to be like, this is what happens to Santa when he's in the present, because this was made in 1985. So having to deal with people who have alarm systems and having to deal with dealing with the police, these are things I had not seen Santa deal with before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you say, oh, you know, there's curmudgeon you know, sheriff gets the holiday spirit. I saw it a mile away. And I was like, well, isn't that what every Christmas special is about? Like, we're talking about how we like the Grinch. The Grinch is the same way. He's a curmudgeon, and then he gets the holiday spirit. It's the same type of thing we've seen a million times, and we'll continue to see. But I think the thing that was supposed to make this dis- different was, hey, 
got this alarm system. You have these police. You have the kids who don't believe. So that was what I was primarily looking at. Um, it didn't do a whole lot of things that I didn't expect because I feel like this kind of laid down a lot of the you know groundwork for other Santa movies like the Santa Claus. So when I texted you about this, I was like, this is basically a 20-minute holiday movie. So I would say if that's what you're looking for, if you want to show somebody, a, uh, you want to watch a holiday movie, but you're fucking in a pinch for time, throw this on. You could probably find something worse to watch in 30 minutes that's a holiday movie. So would I recommend this to people? I'm kind of on the fence. I would say if you're a holiday person, yes. If you're not, then no. So I probably would have to give this a 4.9 just because it's just below showing it to people. Yeah. But it kind of, I kind of vacillate. I kind of, I'm like, yeah, show it to someone if, if, if the mood strikes you or if they're, you know, maybe on the fence about having their own holiday spirit, you know, if they're a Grinch. I'd, I'd be right there with you in that, in that, um, in that score. I, I actually thought about going even lower than you at first, but I, like, like I said, I, I just think that there's a couple scenes where the acting from Santa Claus is very earnest, very, very earnest. And same maybe that's with why the he sheriff. did Ernest saves Christmas. Yes. That's why I did it. He <laughs> saved Christmas. He did it twice or I guess he did it once. He didn't save it the first time. Um, but I, I just, I felt like, like, like I, and again, I watched this multiple times over the last few days and I was, every time they have that scene where they're sitting there looking at the bars and, and he's just talking about like, like I said, like Santa's not perfect either. And, and it was, an, I think it was, a ref- I, that, I think it was a refreshing way to look at Santa Claus. You're right. That, that I'll just, I'll amend my score because Santa is grounded in reality as far as grappling with the scenario of not being this perfect magical being, but actually being rooted in reality, steps it up just a little bit. So I'll just give it a five even. Five, five even's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a 5.75, so. All right. Well, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. And, and like, like, just to reiterate, like, I just thought that was really cool how they, they chose to be, like, he's not this, like, m- like magic man. Like, he's not just, like, able to just do everything so easily. Like, he, he's like, oh, he puts a lot of work into this. He's getting fatter. Uh, Mrs. Claus seems to like make his fucking pants bigger <laughs> every year. Well, she's making them tighter in the front. If I you mean, know what I mean, he's a UFO. Oh yeah, <laughs> you think? No, there's no way they're getting tighter in the front. It's all tighter in the back there. <laughs> it's getting softer in the front. Oh boy. But uh, yeah. All right, and that is gonna do it for this episode of uh, Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the early two thousands, there it the is, nineties, and the eighties. In this case, 85. What if they made a sequel to this and called it uh, Santa 2020? Like, are you talking, uh, like... Like, if they made it nowadays, and it's like, oh, everyone's got Amazon, and kids are watching porn, and, like, it's like they try to do a Santa thing, but it's like, no matter what he does... Everyone's eating ass. Still nobody believes him. Yeah. Oh, man, imagine how demented he'd be, uh, you know, 35 years later. Oh, yeah. He'd be crazy. Sandra would be fucking out of this world. Like, he'd be huge. He'd look like Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. Eggman himself. Eggman. Why do they call him Eggman? This is a nickname. Mm. Because he's fat and round like an egg. Yeah. That's one thing. You and I are both not. Yeah. Sorry, Santa. Eggman. Yeah. More like Stickman, two of us. Um, But, yeah, this was... It was fun. It was a holiday one. You know, I wouldn't normally have watched I just like this. how they called it, like, Santa 85. Like, that was the, like, again, I always bring this point up. Like, you feel like this was, like, the writer being like, 
all right, Santa 85, we'll, we'll punch this up later. And then it just got through, and they're like, ah, fuck it, whatever. It's like, it used like, to be Santa 1985, yeah, but we cut off the 19. Santa 99. He's got fucking baggy, he's got Jenkos on, or he's, not Jenkos, uh, Jenko. Jenkos on, yeah. yeah. He's got a, one of those puku shell necklaces. He's got a, a Britney Spears t-shirt. Frosted tips. He's worried about Y2K. Yep. <laughs> Mrs. Claus has been replaced with Miss Claus. Hey, now. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's been it. Um, we're going to uh, say thanks to all the shorties and the spookies and the snazzes. Yep. And, <laughs> the, the, snazz and the Rudolphs. And the Rudolphs and all those if I, can say, if I can give you one word of advice, I would just say run Rudolph. All right. So we're going to go out on run, run Rudolph. But uh, before we do, I just want to say, Tom, the best Christmas gift I could get is doing a podcast with you. Sincerely, I have a lot of fun doing this, and it's nice to look forward to it. So if we're going to get together on Christmas Eve, I uh, think that'll be a lot of fun. I don't know what that look is, but I'm being sincere. <laughs> oh, it's a tear dro- dropping down your eye very slowly. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. No, no, I, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, I am. Um, I have no plans on Christmas Eve. Um, Putting your penis into a nutcracker's mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> I've never thought about that until now. So, um, Do you yes. ever watch the Nutcracker? I watched the one that had Macaulay Culkin in it. Scared me. Yeah, I I got scared by that. Oh, and they like get shrunk down. I I don't know. There, there's so many like all so like old stories where I'm just like scared little boy, scared, scared little, little boy, man. scared little man. Um, no, I I Johnny, I love you. You know that, and I I appreciate everything you've done for the last almost going on eight years of knowing you coming up. Right on. Uh, two and a half years of doing the pod. Um. Good times. And it's just, it's been so much fun, and we've expanded a lot. We've, this is something we started just for the two of us as our own Christmas present in July. Look at us. We're a couple of uh, deputies. Yeah. We got the holiday season around here. Yeah. And um, we don't, we do have a couple of drunk Santas uh, sitting in the room right next to us. We're making them sing. Uh, but no, uh, this is, uh, this has been so much fun, and uh, it's, it's weird to think it's the end of the year. We should probably try and find like a New Year's episode if there is one. Like we'll see what we can where, do. Like, it's like a time lapse thing. But listeners, you guys don't need to worry about that. Just sit back, relax, enjoy your holiday, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, and uh, love you guys. Uh, happy Happy holidays! If you celebrate, tell the shorties, the spooky. Oh, I got it. Our third Simpsons reference right here. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Quasi Kwanzaa, a Rock and Ramadan, and a very solemn and dignified Tet. There you go. Bye, dads. Bye, moms. Bye, Elmita. Bye.